Welcome back to another episode of Pardon Our Promotion. How is everybody doing today? How's Very good. Your, yeah, how's your candy? Mm-hmm. It's that candy. <laughs> oh, what do you got there? All right. Don't touch Our it. producer, Gage Dana, is busting my chops about this candy bar wrapper because it's making too much noise. Yeah, it is. But you know what? This is like, I don't get, this is not a paid endorsement. This is just an endorsement for what it's worth. Um, Robert Irvine's Fit Crunch. Just wonderfully, wonderfully awesome. It's supposed to be a power bar. It's a candy bar, but it's a power bar. <laughs> and it's a great protein bar. Man, I eat these too often, probably. Gage is like, stop touching it. <laughs> so I won't touch it again, Gage. No more noise. Um, but yeah, I want to bring up, I'm going to have to stop talking. <laughs> but um, I'm going to a spontaneous topic. Yeah. You two are producing shows literally producing remote shows for teams, um, our Birch teams. We have Visual as our main company and Birch as our broadcast company. And one of our newest products this year is actually the Birch producer, which is really interesting. Um, because It's kind of way out of the box. We're actually literally doing the game day operations for a few franchises. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your insight on how that is working and why, and, and why we're even doing it. I know it's, this almost sounds like a paid advertisement, but the interesting thing about it, there's nuances of what we're doing that really apply across the country. Um, and let's discuss about discuss what you're doing. Tell yeah. tell tell the the fans out there what you're doing. I mean, I think if we, or the fan, we have one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, I think it's been great. Um, obviously, there's uh, you know traveling around to seeing a bunch of minor league shows. There's there's a need uh, for some kind of professional direction and professional instruction and, and scripting and show development in the industry. And it's been um, at a very high level really awesome being able to uh, go into these organizations and implement scripts and ideas and elements and, and show features that they d- didn't have. Yeah. And there have been things that we've had to think about that we've never really had to think about. I mean, the two of us have produced a lot of shows on our own mm-hmm. um, separately, you know, for our for whatever we're producing for. But when you're doing it on like at the level that we're doing it, so we're doing it remotely, we're not on site, you have to think about so many other things that that you don't typically have to think about in a normal like what in a normal like. production well first first has just been the process in general of how we're going to communicate day to day week to week homestand to homestand um how we're going to do that remotely with their on-site their on-site with it with it with the at least the same effect as somebody local, but hopefully a better effect, right? Mm-hmm. The management of that. So going back to the root reason why we're doing this, you alluded to it. All these all these shows where there's inconsistency, mm-hmm. um, inconsistency from day to day, from operator to operator, um, just like in a lot of areas in the, in the minors and small colleges and stuff, when somebody's really good at what they do, they leave. Mm-hmm. And, and they go up a level, or they go to another job, or something that pays more. And uh, the you know, it's so these teams are struggle with that consistency in their in their brand in their with the way they put their brand out in their arenas and facilities. Uh, it just go, their show goes up and down, yeah. and it works. And you know, the reason why 
we're doing this podcast in the first place is because Birch came around to add consistency to the broadcast and the show production and 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 creative, you know, a better, a higher quality, a more consistent thing for less money, right? And so, the again, going back to the Virch producer, it's it's that same thing. There's this revolving door of talent, revolving door of operators and producers that teams have to struggle with to, to make their brand consistent from year to year, right? right? And that's one of the things this solves. And, and I guess um, the other piece of it is the ironic name called franchise. I, it's, I've, I've talked with league presidents over the years and all this kind of stuff. It's always kind of this weird side knowledge that everyone has that it's supposed to be a franchise. That means the McDonald's hamburger should taste the same in Washington, D.C. as it does in Spokane, Washington, right? Mm -hmm. That's a franchise. Yet the show between the franchises of different, whatever sport it is, from one sport, from one franchise to the other, is tremendously inconsistent. Yep. Mm -hmm. The fan, you know, this show is wonderful in a certain area, then you know, that, that fan may go to, to another minor league sport and see a totally awful show. Yep. Why is that? Why, you should be called a franchise, Ed. Because right. right. yeah, <laughs> you should just call an individual operator show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and that's and that's right. That's what it is. I mean, even if you know, there's several organizations out there that own multiple teams, right? So you would think that the philosophy is from the top down and it spreads into these teams and each one has a, a very high level product. Where the reality is, is one could have a great product and the other one mm -hmm. could have a terrible product because we have in different people using different philosophies scripting their shows. Right. This centralizes it a little bit you have one entertaining show that looks a lot different. There's a, you know, there's a lot of different little wrinkles in there that makes, you know, a show in California different from a show in New York. Um, even though it's the same script, it can look a lot different, which is pretty unique. And I mean, so, so yeah, elaborate on that. And that, that's, that's, the, that's where we're kind of dovetailed back to this Virch producer thing, because what you're saying is we're able to produce a show in California mm -hmm. and in New York that's similar and consistent and high quality, but different, right? That's correct, yeah. Mm -hmm. So how does that how does that work? How do you do it? How do we do that, Lindsay? <laughs> nice deflection. Yeah. <laughs> how much time It's do a little have? more complicated. Spotlight on Lindsay. Awesome, um, awesome answer, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we incorporate different aspects of their region, of their community into the script that we've built. So this you know, this awesome entertaining show that we have all these elements for, and then you go to California and they have very specific things that they do there. So then we're taking our same philosophy, our same structure, our same approach at a different, you know, topic or theme that we would plan in New York, but we're doing that specifically for California. So even though it's all kind of the same, like we're thinking about, you know, touch points and headshots and all of these different things, the process is the same, but the topic is different. Um, so I think that's, it. does that, do you think? Yeah, that, that kind of, that actually, that, that reminded me, and this could be an urban myth, so I, so the, so I might extend this myth, but if you go and, and uh, drink a, a Coca-Cola in the Southeast, it's gonna taste different than a Coca-Cola in maybe Vancouver, mm. uh, uh, British Columbia. Why? Because of the local tastes 
of that region. So McDonald's just, or McDonald's, uh, Coca-Cola changes that recipe a little bit based on a region. Really? Right? I didn't know that. Now it could be an urban myth, right? Have you read Mexican but, Coke? I think that's Yeah, yeah, saying. or if you go to a different country or whatever. Yeah. Right, so they so um, so they just change, they nuance it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And the same thing I was gonna say with McDonald's um, is maybe in certain places they have the McRib, mm -hmm. okay? And somewhere else they don't. And it's because that region really likes it. But the basic building of that sandwich and everything that has to do with that is very consistent throughout the whole, whether it's a McRib over here or a Big Mac over here, the sure. way they put it together and, and deliver it is the same. And that's what you're talking about, I think, with the, the fact that the mascot intro, for instance, can run incredibly similar at two different franchises in a very well-produced way but it could look totally different mm -hmm. to those different, two different franchises, right? And that's yeah. that's the beauty of, I think, what you guys, to be blunt, is to have developed yeah. uh, and when you're working with these teams. Yeah, I mean, another thing that is, is so incredible about virtual producer, which we've noticed is, there's, you know, on all of our consulting clients, if I go and consult with a client, I'm spending a, a game or two with them and I'm telling them, you know, how they can improve their show, certain things that we should look at and whatnot, but then I'm leaving and it's up to them to execute it's up to them to kind of carry that through and carry our notes through whereas this allows us to be much more hands-on throughout the entire season you're essentially in charge correct mm -hmm. and, and i used that that's a very good point because as a consultant in the o's i did a lot of consulting with sports teams across the country and everyone would nod their head oh this is the mm -hmm. greatest thing you you know all the and everything really we're talking about in this podcast series oh, so many cool ideas and how do you implement it but you give it, we were talking about it yesterday, you give it to the client, they're, they're nodding their head, three-day seminar, we're talking about all these great changes, and then you leave town, back to the old habit, you know? And, and you can say that with, you know, ticket, uh, ticket sales, um, consultants, and everything else. That's one of the frustration thing, frustrating thing with consultants is they come on with this new plan, and, and but it's hard for the team to take that plan and execute it yeah. into some reality. You could say it with, you know, you, I've got a workout, I got a guy that, whatever, my exercise trainer. Mm -hmm. And boy, when you're with that person, you are kicking ass, right? And, right. Then, and then you don't exercise at all next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of that right now. So, um, so yeah, so what you're saying is that hands-on. The fact that it's, it's, not, it's not this franchise's show, it is. But it's our responsibility. It's your responsibility mm -hmm. for the whole fan experience for these different franchises we've been working with. So that hand, -hand that day-to-day -day hands on, yep. even if it's remote, is very crucial. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, because we're giving them the plan. We're giving them everything that they need to do and the step-by-step -step when they need to do it, how they need to do it, where they go to do it. And then we're also there saying, hey, did you do it? So we're keeping them, kind of keeping them in line. And of course, it dovetails sure. with the graphics and all the other stuff that oh, gets yeah. produced. Because yeah. again, there's like that, you know, we talked in an earlier podcast about that fourth P, producing. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. They can plan, they can push, they can do all the rest of the stuff, they can promote, and then they then they fail on the producing piece. And and, and again, that then all of a sudden, boy, you're back at square one. If, you, if you've planned this and you spend all these hours and it just falls flat, whatever the promotion is, whatever yep. the night is, whether it's an individual promotion, and, for a certain game element, or it's the entire night. Oh, and, that, and that's the other thing is is where you guys are producing the entire season, right? Correct. All yeah. the promotional schedule and every specific script. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. The promotional schedule is a, a whole nother piece of this that, that we can go into, but um, planning out, you know, the, the promotions, the entertainment themes and, and how we activate those and, you know, delivering the roadmap uh, to a client on, on how to accomplish a successful theme night and, and promotion um, is, you know, it, it's it's been pretty awesome to see. And the other thing we're doing for our current clients, we've just added over 200 elements to their sponsorship and group element and group sales inventory. That oh, they so you got sell. inventory, yeah. saleable inventory. Correct. Goes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, again, going back 15 years ago when I was running around the country consulting, I would literally take this knowledge from team A and I, I you know, I'd be teaching a three day seminar, but I'd be learning. Mm-hmm. As I'm going, is this what you do? Wow, that's a great promotion. I go to Team B. Did you know what these guys are doing? It, it was like, boy, you know, Bob's got this big brain power. I'm like, no, it's nothing that I ever invented. It's all these people that I've visited for the last two decades. And I've, I've just accumulated that knowledge and now it's all coming out. And so, yeah, it, it grew. I, I noticed it grew over those over that decade. Um, yeah. My knowledge base, and I was able to share that knowledge base with teams. And so that is very helpful is to be able to bring that in because again, teams um, so often they'll hire some rookie. In fact, we just heard, talked about somebody that I don't remember, I'm not going to call the name of, but they don't even, they, they came and they didn't even know what certain events are, right. like the Dizzy Bat Race or whatever. Yeah. They don't even know what it is. I'm like, really? You're putting that person in charge of your show? They don't yeah. even know what it, how an element runs or yeah. what an element name is? That's a little tough. So you do bring that level of expertise mm-hmm. and like that accumulated knowledge base that essentially our company has and yeah. we're able to give that to a team at a much higher level higher quantity higher level yeah for them to sell and produce yeah and because of of the the working arrangement between our clients so because we're remote and because we have to communicate and we make sure we're on the same page with everything it forces us to communicate early and often um, mm-hmm. and really kind of get our ducks in a row um, well before the season. So, you know, where when you're in an office setting and you're going in every day with your team, you guys might wait to talk about something a couple of weeks because you're with them every day, you're always together. This process has kind of forced us to identify those situations and hold other teams accountable to hit deadlines, hit milestones so that we can plan their show effectively. And so it allows everyone to be much more organized, which probably wouldn't exist. And and that shows every season with teams that they're not organized. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, it definitely doesn't exist. Right. Right. That, I think that's one of the biggest problems. And that kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier is this process of what we're doing it's brand new i I don't know if anyone has ever done it before Mm -hmm. um it has forced us to be way ahead of the game because we're we have to think about those things that a normal producer wouldn't have to think about so we are you know ready to produce a show tomorrow and it's february 3rd so it's like right so how good is that first show gonna be at, you know, again, and the reason why I say that is like, how many how many events or have you produced where or overseen or even watched of opening day or opening night in any particular franchise where everything is just going sideways because they're All not prepared every time because <laughs> they're not yeah they're, nobody's trained they're not prepared and I, again I'm going back to the fact that teams spend money franchises spend money on consultants mm-hmm. and a lot actually. And they bring them in and for a weekend, a consultant comes back twice over the course of the year for a one-day trip. And they're writing checks for between 10 grand and 100 grand 
for this consultant to tell them what to do. And it doesn't take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It literally doesn't take because they leave town and everyone goes back to doing what they usually do. Mm -hmm. You talk to a consultant. Look, consultants want them to do what they're telling them to do, but they only have so much reach right. Right, when they leave town. And this actually takes the consultancy and just it, it just kind of dovetails it with the operations. It, yep. it never ends. The consultancy happens mm -hmm. 24 7, yeah. 365. Yeah. 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 And and I'm not saying that our our home openers aren't going to be chaotic. They're always chaotic. They always are. But we've had our show scripted our home opener since December. Yeah. And for uh, for baseball. For baseball. Yeah. yeah. Yep, for for an April date. Um and most uh most minor league teams, most independent ball teams uh can't say the same. So, mm -hmm. um it's it's pre it's been pretty cool, pretty rewarding. Um, but yeah, we could, we could talk a lot about. We can, we yeah. can, and I, I'll, I'll bring up one other, couple more points, but we will have to let it go. It's, it, you mentioned that it hasn't really been done, and it really has in a certain way, but not as in, all encompassing. Like the NBA years ago started saying, first break in the third quarter, you're going to play an upbeat song, and it's going to wait that this. The mascot skit is in the third quarter break, like, and and they did that on a kind of a, you know, a league wide level. Mm -hmm. um, in, in fact. I'm not exactly sure. Again, uh, I talked to a lot of different operators. I might even, there were, I think there was even a like a, a playlist for different music, and then don't play this. You know, right. coming down from on high. So production standards mm -hmm. set at the league level, certain chaos, certain ways that those events ran. NFL does the same thing. So, they, but they do that more in just mandates like you have to stay inside this parameter for this break in the action. You know, what 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 you guys have done is you said we will not only stay inside that parameter, we're gonna set the parameter and produce that parameter. Yeah. So it runs consistently. It's consistently. So the cool thing about how that works on, you know, now the promo teams, the talent, the back of the house all know what to do way ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the camera shots are better and, mm -hmm. and crisper because it runs consistently from day to day. That it might be a different, a different show. In fact, that's another interesting thing is not of all the 60 or 70 baseball shows you guys are going to produce at these teams, not one of them is the same. It's 70 different shows, mm -hmm. which is cool. But the core, how they run, where the camera shots are and how people enter the field, all that is consistent. So that helps the the uh, directors of the, of the uh, AV equipment manage that equipment better in a more consistent yeah. way, which is a whole nother benefit to the thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. we have like Scott was talking about, we have 200 elements fully scripted already. So in theory, the camera operators right now in this current moment could go look at that script and say, hey, okay, I know for this element, I have to do this and this and this. So like they can prepare and plan way ahead of time, which is something that, yeah. that no. So yeah, you have talent direction, camera direction, and all that in a script. It's, it, 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 we're, we're, you guys are producing the Oscars, essentially. <laughs> like you know where every, every mm -hmm. camera shot is and when those camera shots should be you know, happening or how they should be happening. That's, that's a big deal. That's a really yeah. big deal than flying by the seat of your pants, which pretty much everybody does yep. in right. the minors. Yep. Yeah. Right. yeah, just yeah. doing an element for the very first time in front of a live audience <laughs> with really no direction. Like, hey, we're gonna do this, this new on-field element tonight. Here's, you know, here's kind of the idea, but we're gonna, we're gonna play We're gonna wing it. Yeah. That's not how and it is for And us. I hope our sponsor is happy. Yeah. And I hope our we're fans react well. We're just gonna cross our well. fingers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's 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 pretty great, um, and I think there's a whole lot of different things that it, it solves for, and you know, when it comes to training your staff and all that stuff, where you know we're not just delivering a, a huge script here, we're actually training your people to make them better producers, better show callers, better operators. Um, and so the entire organization is going to thrive from the relationship. So yeah. pretty cool opportunity. We're doing a lot more stuff and maybe we'll talk about it in another episode. But Yeah, that seemed like a big commercial, mm-hmm. um, it, which it kind of was, um, to be blunt. But uh, but it, it, it's something that industry needs. And that's why I wanted to bring yeah, it up. we're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it, there needs to be consistency from show to show. And it's just going to be better for the fans and the sponsors and everybody. So, yeah. yeah. And it's it's something that we could definitely talk about for probably days on oh, end. Yeah. Just because we are, we are so passionate about yeah. it. And we care a lot about it. You know it. what else? I'm a passionate oh, about Robert or Not Ryan's. again. Okay. Robert. Someone call Robert. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, but he makes a heck of a milk and cookie fitness bar. Well, if you have any questions about Virtual Producer, drop us a message. Or if you want to have a a discussion about uh, what we can do for you, also let us know uh, that too. We'd love to uh, chat about that. But until next time, until our next uh, sit down, I'm going to eat. Come on, wrap it up. I'm going to eat. It's all about your fans. We'll see you guys. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) eat. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.